Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I just want to say thank you so much for all your really interesting and helpful feedback on our last episode with Tanya. It's so, it means so much to me to hear what you guys have to say and it's really super helpful. So thank you for that. Before we get into this week's episode, which I'm really excited about and um, is a little bit different than any other episode because it's essentially just my friends and I being ourselves and um, having a conversation that we decided to record after a girl's dinner. Um, I'm going to talk about the topics that you guys wanted me to talk about. So one person talked about how, well, actually one person reached out and they said that there was a study that proved that the more we post on Instagram, the more insecure we are and that it's really linked to that, whether it's, you know, insecure about our relationship or insecure about ourselves and our bodies and whatever it is. And I couldn't agree more with that. I actually know for a fact that at my height of insecurity, I was posting probably a different grid photo every day. And it's actually crazy because it doesn't matter what you look like. Insecurity will just like get to you if you're not in a good place and you're not working and doing the steps to really have that like core strength inside of you and truly like believe in yourself and because I look back on my my most insecure times and points and I'm like, wow, I was on the outside. I looked really good. I was, you know, what I would consider skinny and like, you know, tan, whatever, whatever it is. But on the inside, I was super, super insecure. And I know for a fact that I was posting all the time because I was sad and because I was insecure. And now, and especially when I was in a relationship, and I would say pretty much every relationship, more or less up until my, my current relationship with Max, was rocky and just like weird. And as my therapist says, like a lot of the people I had dated were only dipping a toe in, like they weren't fully in the relationship. And as a result, you know, I had insecurity over that and around that. And I was posting them all the time. I remember I had one partner who really didn't like being on Instagram and he didn't like being on my stories. And I was so delusional about that, that I decided to post him even more and do this thing where I would take photos of him that he didn't want on there. And I would post them anyway. And Looking back, I'm like, wow, how could I not see that it was a red flag that he didn't want to be posted? Um, So I would say definitely correlates with 
your happiness and your security, the amount of times you post. I feel like I, I actually have been posting my partner a lot recently, but usually it's like, you know, it's, it's not as excessive as it used to be for sure. You guys wanted me to talk about people who drop friends or change friend groups, like people who are not friends with the same people from when they were younger. I think, you know, it really depends on why the groups were dropped or why the friends changed. I think it's not always about the person. It could be, or maybe it is, and they just drifted apart from those friends and those friends maybe never changed and that person did, in which case it's fine. But if you keep getting new friends and you can't maintain a friendship, I think that might be a red flag of just like commitment issues or maybe selfishness. Someone asked how to deal with being cheated on. It's really hard. I mean, I I have this theory that really everyone's been cheated on in their life, whether they know it or not. Um, I know I've been cheated on and it was really hard and it definitely made me feel like shit. But afterwards, I... You know, I I tried not to apply that person to everyone I dated. I think one huge red flag is if they're protective of their phone in any way um, or if they do something that makes you want to go through their phone or anything like that. Those are definitely red flags. I feel like those are pretty obvious ones. And, you know, you kind of know if someone's trustworthy or not. You know in your gut. And if you've been cheated on before, it's not the end of the world it doesn't mean you're going to get cheated on again. It just means that someone higher up is trying to tell you something that that person wasn't for you. And maybe the cheating, you know, it's like that saying rejection is your protection. Maybe they cheated so that you could get away from them. And I don't think you should take someone back for that. I mean, unless it's a more complicated situation, you're married, you have kids, there's a lot of different elements and baggage. That's one thing. But if you're young and you're in a relationship and they cheat on you, it's like, no, I'm good. Thanks. Someone asked what the top mistakes I see girls make when they're single are. I mean, definitely mistakes that I've made for sure in the past. I remember when an ex broke up with me, I actually tried being his friend and that was a huge mistake. And I see girls make this mistake all the time now. And because I'm out of it, I'm able to see how big of a mistake it is and how kind of pathetic it is. Like if someone breaks up with you, they shouldn't have their cake and eat it too. They lost that fucking cake. That cake is gone and it's not coming back and they're not going to be able to replace it. And they should feel the absence of that cake. So you are that cake, by the way. So definitely don't try to be friends with your ex. Even if it makes you seem like you're over it, it doesn't matter. That person doesn't deserve your friendship unless it was an amicable breakup, which 99% of the time it, it isn't really. And I think, you know, other mistakes girls make, I think Tanya talked about this a lot on the last episode, but just being with someone because they're nice and because they treat you well, but you don't actually have those feelings towards them and that strong, you know, love for them. I don't think you need to be with someone just because they're nice and just because they like you. It's about how you feel. And I think a lot of the time we romanticize the idea of a relationship and we just forget 
do I actually like this person? Do I actually want to be with this person? And then fast forward 15 years, you're married with kids and you're like, what the fuck did I do? And what else is out there? And you don't want to be in that situation. I think other mistakes single girls make is dating one person at a time off the bat. I think it's so important to date more than one person. And um, just to have a lot going on, like I always say this, but be busy. Don't act busy, actually be busy, be doing things a lot. Um, Another mistake is obviously the biggest one, which I always talk about, which is girls will text a guy after a date and thank them again when they've already thanked them on the date. And a lot of the time, this is a girl trying to, you know, gauge if the guy liked them and had a good time. And it's not a good idea. It interrupts the thought process of whether or not they would have actually texted you on their own merit, like whether or not they would have reached out because they like you and they want to plan a second date. It kind of, and it's a little desperate. It's like, relax. You just went on the date. Let it cool for a second. Hopefully they'll get in touch with you because hopefully they asked for the date. So I think that's really important. And I would say the last mistake, maybe getting too dressed up and like putting too much into a date. The dates that went the best for me were the ones that I was the most casual. I was the most comfortable in my own skin and what I was wearing and didn't overdo it with makeup and earrings and all that stuff. And then lastly, someone asked if we could talk about when you can tell a guy or whoever um, like what you like in sex when it's too soon. I think, you know, the sooner the better. It's it's a confident move to be like, hey, I actually really like when you, you know, play with my butt or touch my clit, whatever it is. Um, instead of saying, don't do this, don't do that, I don't like when you do this, it's like positive reinforcement. And we talked about this on our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash we met at Acme, you can get the full episode. We talked to my friend Jonah about it. So we have a male perspective. But yeah, I think you know the sooner the better. And if they're a good guy, they, they want to know because they want you to enjoy the sex more, which is great. So now I'm going to leave the floor to our episode for today. And just a few reminders, we have an incredible show coming up November 4th, which is part of New York Comedy Festival. It's at Chelsea Music Hall with Remy Casimir, Ali Colbert, Mark Norman, and Napoleon Emile. So if you go to wemetatacme.com slash tour, you can find all the information there. Also, we've got merch. I'm not sure if I mentioned that yet, but if you go to wemetatacmeshop.com, you can check out all the merch. So hope you enjoy the episode today and thanks guys. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm here with comedian Lucas O'Neill. Hi. 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 Welcome back. How's it going? (laughs) It's great. So I have to go through like the background info of you before we get back into our conversation, which I'm pretty like invested in at this point. Um, But Lucas, how old are you and where are you from? I'm 29 years old and I am from... South Portland, Maine. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what's your favorite lobster place in Maine? I'm sure you get that all the time. <clears throat> I do get that all the time. Um, Red's Lobster in Wiscasset. Well, it's mm. just Red's. Okay. I don't think I've been there. It's been written up in all the like Maine pubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pub, of course. Pubs. Of course. Um, Down East Magazine, mm-hmm. if you've heard of it. You yes, haven't. I have. Um, and that's fair. Yeah. That place is wonderful. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. Have you been to? I've been to a few of the places. Um, actually, I could tell you right now. I oh, I wonder if I, based on the photo, you could tell which 
place it is. Do you think you could do that? I mean, maybe. I think one of the funny things about people talking to me about Maine is they're just like, so you must have lobster all the time. Can you tell? I just want to be clear to It's in Yarmouth. This is just a photo of... Two lobster rolls on a bench. <laughs> with a pickle. In Yarmouth. With no setting. But it's Yarmouth. It's Yarmouth, Shouldn't yeah. that narrow it down? It's um, tw- one, two, it's um, 1269 US1 Yarmouth. Yeah, US1. That's the good, that's the good route for... So... I don't know. You don't know. I think this is another one. Okay, and this photo also has... Yarmouth. Has a bag of Lay's potato chips, so that's pretty good identifier. Another one. Oh, that has a little lettuce. Well, you could see sort of the range. Freeport, Freeport, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lobster company. I think there's a main lobster company in Freeport. Mm -hmm. You could just get that right off the boat in Freeport, though. That sounds delicious. Yes. So, moving away from lobsters for a second, even though I can talk about that all day. What is your current relationship status? I am in a relationship at the present, and I have been for. A year, year and a half. Nice. Yeah. Wow, we have so much in common. We're both 29 and we've both been in a relationship for a year and a half. Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. So how did you meet? I met my current girlfriend at... Okay, it's so we funny met. that you say my current girlfriend. It felt I, like, I do that too. It felt like, and um, it feels so weird. It's like saying like my current wife. Yeah. It. <laughs> well. It's like. <laughs> yes, it, I do it because I get in the habit of when 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 you're on stage and you, you talk, talk about, about your exes. exes yeah, I think yeah, you, yeah. you kind of try to. Uh, you, you have to to delineate wh- where mm-hmm. they are, um, what status they they have. My girlfriend. Yeah. Which we all know is currently because yeah. we are in the present moment. Right. And that's our understanding of, of time uh-huh. and space. We met a long time ago. We met like four, four or five years ago. Okay. She was a friend of a friend of mine who I was working with at a pie shop. Oh. And she had Sabrina is her name. Mm-hmm. She has, It's her current name. And <laughs> she... Uh, she was visiting with a coworker of mine, and they, I, my, my understanding, and of course, you know, there's discrepancies yeah. sometimes totally. on origin stories. Oh, so I was in Chicago, okay. Illinois, mm-hmm. and uh, I was working at a pie shop in Chicago, Illinois. Right. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And she was visiting she someone was, you lived with. Someone I worked with. Worked with. Is everyone tracking? Um, no. But but how did she end up in your apartment where you met? So. You had work people over. So the person that, I guess, here's here's the facts. Here's the facts as I now know them. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> is that uh, I had a coworker. Apparently, I met Sabrina at the pie shop while I was working at the pie shop. I don't remember this. You were too focused on the pies. Yeah, I was doing my yeah. job. Yeah. I'm a good worker. Right. And, uh, but. A few months later, my former coworker had had moved away to New York and actually was coming back to mm. Chicago to visit to mm-hmm. move a bunch of stuff. And Sabrina had come with them, right. and so th- I uh, they stayed at my I see apartment. Okay, and uh, and that's when sparks flew. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the story is that <laughs> the story is that my friend uh, said, "So, what do you think of Sabrina?" And I said, "I'll marry her." That's the, that is what I said. And it was like mostly a joke. It was like right. 85 to 90% a joke. But really, I was like, the, she felt so... It was like that mix of excitement and comfort. 
mm. when you meet a person. Right. And I just think that, that that's a combo we seek a lot. And I think it's like pretty yeah. rare. That's such a strong statement. I'll marry her. It, yeah. Considering yeah. it's not even clear that I believe that marriage is a good idea. Interesting. But I still was like, yeah, that. I'll marry her. Yeah, because yeah. it's a way of… It's a shorthand for… This person seems really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine. He Every time he goes out with a girl, he's like, she's my wife. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So he went on a date recently and I was like, how was it? And he was like, it was good. She's cool. Like, we'll probably go on a second date. And I was like, that's so different yeah. than like your usual, like you hate her, you know, because mm-hmm. you usually are like, she's my wife. And he's like, no, I just realized that like, that's really not normal and <laughs> sane to say after every date. He's like, I just feel like that's not a good like pattern for me because mm-hmm. then it doesn't work out, right. you know, to say that. So yeah, I don't know what my point was there. but Well, yeah. it's just, I just, I don't even think it's that uncommon to yeah. do mm-hmm. for us to be, when we meet someone and they're exciting. Right. We get excited. We get excited and mm-hmm. possibilities abound. Like that's part of the excitement. Because right. you can imagine a lot of different things. Um, and so to go to a place of hyperbole in those moments kind of makes a lot of sense to me. I also think it just shows like how, <laughs> how elusive understanding dating can be. That yeah. they're like, I guess I shouldn't say this one thing. Because that's what's throwing off. Because it's never worked out. I shouldn't assume that it's going right. to work it's, out. It's, because me saying that maybe is throwing that it's off. It's so superstitious. Yeah. I feel like. But I think if you meet the right person, it doesn't matter if you say like, oh, that's my wife or that's my husband or not. Like if it's going to work out, it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's like when some people will ask me for dating advice and they'll be like, I went on a trip like the night after my date with this guy for two weeks. Like, and then we didn't really talk when I got back. And like, mm-hmm. now it's over. Like, did the trip ruin like our chances? And I'm like, no, it just like wasn't ever going to work. You know, like it has nothing to do with the trip. No. Yeah. I saw that on your, I, someone asked you that oh, on your yeah. Instagram story. Yeah. I was doing some research and uh, so I saw that question. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, so I'm, I met my girlfriend like four years ago. Right. We didn't date. What happened in the interim? She would visit. Um, with her friend and my mutual friend. And uh, I was just always like, wow, who is this person? I like this person. Right. I want to get to know this person. And then eventually um, she was in a relationship and then I was in a relationship and, you know, more locally. Right. And then eventually we just started sort of messaging on Facebook. We just started like mm-hmm. messaging and we developed sort of a an online friendship. And there was it was a flirtiness to it, but there was also just sort of a, I, I thought a deep companionship. Right. And then eventually she called me and was like, I, I think we should be together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to think about that. And then I called her back like a few weeks later and I was like, we should. Yeah. Okay. So we started I, dating I can't from believe Chicago. I you think about it though. That would throw me off. I'd be like, fuck. <sighs> this is a red flag. Well… I just had to sort out some stuff. Right. On my end. Mm-hmm. And… uh and I truly, I think there's a, I was in a place where I had a fear that like, you know, losing people is challenging. Yeah. And I think when you, when you try to pre prevent losing someone um, or right. losing people in your life, right. you sometimes don't let them all the way in. And I think mm-hmm. like for me, I've always thought if they stay my friend, 
if someone who I am connected with yeah, that's, and care about, if they stay mm-hmm. my friend, then they'll stay. Right. And Sorry so about it, the drilling, by the way. Just hopefully it doesn't uh, get in here. No, that's fine. Okay. We're drilling into my uh, <laughs> <laughs> the crust of my emotional core. Yeah. So uh, that's very fitting. But I think that's a really good point. I mean, especially if like you've gone through loss in your life, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or which is interesting because I don't I haven't gone through that much. But oh, I yeah. you know, sometimes you just meet people and you want them to stay. Yeah. No, I totally I totally get that. I feel like I have so many friends that I would never want to be more than that, other than the fact that I'm in a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simply because I like having them around, you know? And yeah. I see them like go through people and like lose people. But like as their friend, I know that like I'm safe, mm-hmm. you know? It's like So Lucas, when is your birthday? Should I guess? You should guess. No, I'm yeah. not gonna know. Oh, okay. Um but I can try. Um I'm not an astrologer, but okay. like I am I am kind of into it. Mm-hmm. Um and as we all are. As we all are. We all are. But the thing is so whatever sun sign you are, like whatever your sign is that you know that you are, mm-hmm. you might present as a different sign right. because of your rising sign. Right. So this is such a good uh, preamble to, to give yourself you an are? excuse if you get it wrong. Oh yeah, you're yeah. like this is the course, thing. It's like you course. actually yeah. might show also, differently. I'm so I'm not a professional. <laughs> um, I feel like you could be a few different ones. Sure. How about I do like three guesses that will probably be wrong? Okay. And then we'll take it from there. Great. Okay, my first guess. Don't don't say like yes or no. Great. Just like when I'm done, be like, it was none of those. Should we give people at home a chance to guess on their own too? <sighs> I wish Just- we could. I wish it was like that. <laughs> I wish it was interactive. Um, okay, Sagittarius oh, is okay. my first guess. Okay. Um, you know, I usually what I usually do is ask people what the weather's like in New York when they're born. Hmm. Okay. So if I get all three wrong, then maybe you can answer that. <laughs> okay. Um, the second guess is Virgo. Mm-hmm. And the third, let's see, your relationship type person makes me want to say Libra, but I'm a Libra and I feel like I would have felt your energy if you just had a birthday. <laughs> maybe Leo is the third. Wow. I'm honestly… None of those. Right? None of those. Okay. Okay. But- okay. I'm honored by the Leo. I, I'm honored by it, that. It is an honor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Someone once said to me, I feel like you're a Leo or a Scorpio. And I was like, thank you. Wow. Wow. Okay. What's the weather like in the city during your time of birth? Um, it's cold. I was going to say Pisces. Oh, no. Oh. It's cold. Um, but uh, it's that time. Capricorn. I'm uh, losing. I'm done. I'm done. I'm a Scorpio. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> never. Do you know you're rising? I've been in a relationship for a year and a half. So yes, I do. <laughs> um, it is. Um, okay. I think it's Gemini. Okay. Wow. I was so off. Guys, I'm so sorry that I let you down, listeners. Um, <laughs> I sometimes can can do it. But do you know what your moon sign is? I wish my co-star was at oh. at, was at, at, do you at have the ready. Bone? Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll check after. And your girlfriend's birthday. Oh, she's a Virgo. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, yeah, I get that. 
I get that energy between you guys. Yeah. And what signs have you dated in the past? Most of it. Curiosity. Um, you don't have to like talk about them, but I'm just curious about the signs. Okay. If you remember. Okay. Uh, what's a June birthday? Could June, be both. Okay. Beginning or end? End. Cancer. Makes okay. sense. Cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a long and stable relationship. Yeah. She and I are still friends. Great. What's uh, late September? Libra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a good one. That one was okay. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah, I've had I've had Scorpio relationships and okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to tell you. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, you know, that's sort of that's in the stars. I mean, what are you supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's too too close to each other. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually which. God, I feel like I'm giving so much credibility to astrology here, which is not really in my nature, but. We were too similar. Yeah. It was a little too similar. Right. Our needs were too similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so we that. were not yeah. giving each other what we needed. So, Lucas, when you first came in, mm-hmm. you were a little bit late, not to call you out. But it sparked our discussion on being late. Yeah. And I said to you, I'd rather you be late than be early, you know, because it gives me like more time for myself. Right. And then we were talking about when you rush to get somewhere to be on time and like the other person's not there and mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. 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 It, well, we, I was, we were just talking about why, you know, people who are on time get mad. Yeah. At people who are not on time. And it's because they're, they're there alone. They're there alone. And there's no one to celebrate them. how brilliant they are right. at, at being at a place. No one cares about that. No, them. no one cares. Yeah. No one cares about the effort they put in. Mm-mm. And actually, I had a situation this morning which really pissed me off. This Pilates place that I go to, they have a policy, right? Where you have mm-hmm. to be there 15 minutes early, which is so annoying for an 8.30 <laughs> a.m. class. Like, And if you're there five minutes early, which is still early. It's still early, yeah. They'll give away your spot, which is psychotic. Yes, it is. Like truly psychotic. And so, especially when the class isn't full, they'll still give it up, by the way, to no one. They'll just not oh, let you go. As, what? I know. And so this morning, I woke up at 8. The class was at 8.30. So I was like, fuck. I, I have like 10 minutes to do anything at home. And then I have to run to this class. Yeah. And so I did. And then um, I ran to this class and I made it there at 8.22. And I'm like, a perfectly reasonable and I, yeah. time. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Like, it's it's gonna be okay. And then I went in the class. There were only like two other people in it. It's like a 15 person class. And every single other person showed up at 8:30 or 8:31 and had no problem. Mind you, every time I've gone to this place and been five minutes early, they've turned me away. Isn't that so fucked up? Yes. Like, I don't know what to do about it, but I'm still kind of pissed. Yeah. It's um, it's an outrage. Yeah. And 822 for an 830 class is... It's amazing. It's almost rudely early. I, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, gosh. Yeah. I was seven minutes late to this. Yeah. You would have not been able to do the class. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, That's I, for sure. I can't do any classes in New York, mm-hmm. I feel like. And yoga classes, I can't do it. Yeah. Because they're, I'm never going to be on time enough. Yeah. and Because that's not the only place with that policy. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's really cutthroat, you know? 
But let's this, talk a little bit. No, no, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, is this a machine Pilates class or is this like… Yeah, it's a machine. Sort of like a transformer. It's yeah. a machine, but like a guy like leads you on the machine. Right, 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 right. Um, so let's talk about comedy for a second. Okay. So are you first and foremost a comedian? Like, or do you have a day job and you do comedy? Like, what is your level of comedy right well, now? Well, I would say… That I identify mm -hmm. as a comedian, mm -hmm. as my sun sign. But my rising sign would be day job. Yeah. I see. Um, yeah, I currently have a day job. But I, yes. I've mm -hmm. been doing comedy for like seven years. Um, cool. Yeah. So it's… And I moved to New York like a year ago. Mm -hmm. What's the darkest thing that you talk about in, com in your comedy? Well… I, like you're a Scorpio. So there has to be something dark in there. You know, it's, I have, I have talked about with some success, one of my ex-girlfriends, a woman that I dated in Chicago, who is now a very dear friend of mine, but uh, we broke up and then she became like very depressed and very, and um, suicidal. And I became her sort of like number one support throughout the next like six months. She was depressed and suicidal because you broke up with her. You know, that's, No. I want to be clear. That's not what happened. Yeah. Though I do joke about that. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> the It's not like a weird humble brag. Where yeah, like, we yeah, broke yeah. up and obviously she was like, there's nothing more here. Um, but No other reason to laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, because we dated for like seven or eight months. But I just tried to… I've, I've tried to talk about it on stage because it was such a significant part mm -hmm. of my life. Like she, she had an allergic reaction to an antidepressant and it's sort of just like… It sent her into… A deeper depression. Right. Um, which… Terrible. Terrible. Right? Mm -hmm. That just… That's not how allergies normally work. Does she know you do this joke? Yes. I've talked to her about it. Okay. Um, it… It had a good run there for a little stretch where people were like, yeah, this is good. Um, but it depends on the crowd and I, I still have to work on it in a way. I don't know if I've found… The way to make sure everyone feels okay. Right. Because that's the thing about like dark comedy. It's like you can make people feel upset or whatever, but you, you have to be able to resolve it. Right. Um, and there's just a lot to unpack uh, in terms of mental health issues. Right. And, you know, you're in the Midwest. People have different… You're in Michigan and you're doing like a one-nighter in a small town in Michigan. It's different. People have right. different understandings of depression. That's probably the darkest thing that I talk about. Yeah. That's pretty dark, but that's, that's not dark. that's not like as dark as I've heard. So sure, that's good. Sure, I guess. So how does Sabrina, is her name, yes. feel about you making jokes about exes and things like that? Is she like, I love your comedy, no matter what you say, it's all good. I think that she is. She does love my comedy, mm -hmm. but she she understands that as an artist she wants me to have freedom as an artist to talk about what right. i want to talk about right and she's explicitly said that it's like not all of the art that i make has to be for her yeah yeah of course and she's a visual artist herself and so i think there's like an there's an understanding yeah that uh sometimes you just sometimes it's just for the art yeah and, of course and it's did there ever have to be a conversation though about i mean i don't know if you talk about her on stage ever mm. but where there was like okay yeah you can say this you can say that but like don't cross this particular line and say yeah i mean there's there there are a couple of topics just related to her where she's like please don't 
mention mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. Um, which even mentioning on a podcast would feel like a, a breach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 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 I have encountered sort of in other relationships, like my you know my sister. I have an older sister. I'm very close with her. I did have a string of jokes about her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, which I do stand by. I think they're very funny. Yeah. But she she did eventually. She, her husband's 18 years older than her. Right. And you could maybe imagine that there's, would, that there. there's some jokes yeah, to be yeah, had there. Right? Of course. How did they meet? Was he her they babysitter? They met at work. Is he what? Is he a babysitter? See, this is the same. I mean, right. it's right, <laughs> right there. We're sitting right. We're yeah. sitting in it. Um, Was he her boss though? Like all jokes aside? No. Okay. Uh, he was an architect. Okay, we'll, we'll leave that there. Yeah, yeah. But so, but yeah, she yeah. had to be like, please, can right. we? There's a line like there. It's enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, okay, so you're dating someone now. It seems like you're a bit of a serial monogamist. Would you agree? Yeah, okay. that sounds right. Okay. What would you say, as someone who's been in a few relationships, what is the like biggest mistake that people can make? Go, getting into a relationship like that they don't think about X, Y, and Z. Someone actually told me recently that on the first date, you will see signs of the reason that you'll end up breaking up. <laughs> yeah, whoever said so, that's really smart. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, my, my biggest mistake that I make is like not just trusting my instincts. Mm-hmm. Like I've definitely been like, oh, this shouldn't, I shouldn't do this. And then we've dated for like two years. Right. And I was right. I should not have done it. It right. wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. Sort of Libra energy. And uh, <laughs> you know, but the best advice, the only advice I can give is like what I, w- I wish I could give, could have given myself is just like when you don't want to be in it anymore, you should go. You should right. tell them. It'll be fine. Yeah. But what if it's the kind of thing where like, it's just one of those, relationships where like sometimes you might not want to be in it mm-hmm. but like sometimes you really do want to be in it do you feel more f- free that's kind of like my baseline question is like being in a relationship do i feel like a freer fuller version of myself right if the answer is yes then like that sounds like enough of it's working if meaning like y- if someone is making you feel like you owe them like your time and energy. Yeah. You know? And like you don't, you're not trying, you're not, you don't want to give it readily. Right. You're, you're not getting as much back from them or from the relationship. I see. I guess the term feeling free is sort of ambiguous. But for me, it's just this feeling of like uh, possibility, I mm-hmm. guess. Are you still excited by the possibility f- of you and this person together, what you can do and what you can do separately within the comfort of that relationship right. um, and the support of it? You know, one of the things that held me back was like, I was afraid. I was kind of afraid of relationships working, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so I would sort of find people that would kind of, it would kind of work or it would work enough, but I wouldn't fully invest. Right. Because it's it's scary to want something to work like deeply. Because then it's like, I mean, at least at our age, like it could be it. Right. That's that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's very scary. Mm -hmm. And... And you could, you know, back to what I said about like losing people. It's like you you risk wanting something that may leave. Right. No risk, no reward. No, truly. Yeah. Right. It's like because when you risk maybe losing, you also you also risk being found and like being seen. Yeah. Fully, and that's such a an incredible thing. You started dating when you were 
28, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 27, yeah. 28. And like you've had girlfriends in the past. So what was sure your timeline? <laughs> what was your timeline like in terms of like, when did you say I love you? And hmm. when did you, if you have at all, yeah. talk about the possibility of maybe moving in together? This is great. Saying I love you happened relatively quickly in this relationship because uh, we had truly been talking. We had been messaging almost every day for well over a year. So there was already some love there. There was there was love. I mm-hmm. mean, if that if we had never dated, I still I loved her, right? And I wanted her to be happy more than anything. So so we said it pretty quickly. What's quickly? Uh. Like a couple of weeks of us okay. like really dating. Mm-hmm. And then we live together now. So we talked about that pretty quickly. I actually moved, when I moved to New, to New York, mm-hmm. we were already dating. And I right. kind of like, kind of moved in with her. I see. Which was pretty quick. Is she also 29? She's 31. So do you think that her being a few years older had anything to do with I don't want to say fast, but the speed. Of- I think it had to do with the certainty we both felt about mm-hmm. it. I think that, yeah, I think it had to do with, it wasn't like a biological clock thing. I think it was yeah. just like, a we've seen enough patterns to be like, this feels like an exception and we should right. pursue this. Mm-hmm. And I had never lived with anyone before. Um, I, any significant, I never lived with yeah, anybody. Yeah. I've always just been sort of a cave, <laughs> cave guy. <laughs> no, I, I never lived with a significant other before. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'd been pretty opposed to it. Right. It just felt very easy. Mm-hmm. And we got along. We just got along. We had a similar like desire to keep the place clean. Like we just had a lot of over, right. like practical similarities. Would you say living with a partner? Cause I've, I've never done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've spoken to my, boyfriend about moving in together um nice. would you say that living with a partner kind of changes like any part of the dynamic of the relationship yeah it it, it does but i've often f- I, I think it for the better i mean one of the challenges for me as a comedian is like i'm out at night a lot right. so, so it's hard to make time to yeah see. so being in the same place mm-hmm. knowing we're going to be in the same place makes that a lot easier right um but I think that's true for a lot of us. We all work a lot. We live mm-hmm. in America. We, we, we work a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, there's an ease to it, I think. Right. It actually feels really like natural mm-hmm. for me. Right. The challenge of it, I think, is just creating your own, is, is knowingly recreating your own space. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that that's okay to ask for. Yeah. And actively seeking it. Right. So you guys live together now. Yes. Um, is marriage and like the future something that you can openly talk about together or is it still like kind of fun to not go there even though maybe knowing that you yeah. might go there? I mean, we certainly talk. We talk pretty openly. The person who talks to me most about marriage is my dad. I mean, I mm-hmm. just, good Lord, would he like me to be married off? I don't know why. It's just you and your sister? It's just me and my sister, okay. yeah. And she's married now. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I go to the youngest one, get her out of here. Yeah. Um, I try really hard to focus on the present as much as I can with this stuff because it seems insane to think about being with a person for decades, right? right? I, I, so I can't, I can't think about that. 
I'm just like, right now, what are we doing? This is wonderful. Right, like one day. Yeah, one day. And just like, yeah, I'm living on a, I'm, we're living on a trajectory that seems like marriage would make sense. Right. We treat each other like partners. That's true. But I, I, I don't like to do that kind of label yeah. thing. I'm just like, we're partners and we're living together and we're supporting each other. Right. So if she was like, Lucas, what do you think of this baby name? Would you mm-hmm. be like, uh, no, like, please not don't really want to talk about that well or would you be like i love the name jane (laughs) yeah jane's a great name i mean yeah yeah, i would engage with that but Mm -hmm. also because i just feel like it's fun to talk about baby names so that's like a as you can see i would find a safe road right if i wanted right but yeah i think we try to be both there and here we try Mm -hmm. to be aware of where we're we are headed and while never losing sight of where we are right now, which is right. the, that's the best, that's the best guide for where we want to go. Right. And why is it that your dad wants you to get married so, so badly, do you think? I think there's a couple of things. I think he's, he's a traditional guy, mm-hmm. sort of like Irish Catholic, classic, mm-hmm. um, New England Irish Catholic guy. And, uh, and I really think he views marrying my mother as the best choice he ever made. And yeah, and it's so clear. I've known this for a long time. I mean, like it's kind of like our whole growing up, like our, mm-hmm. I was very mom centric, a mom centric universe is mm-hmm. how I would phrase it. Like we were all sort of trying to support mom's happiness. Yeah. Um, because that's, that was a huge focus of dad. Dad's, you know, she was sort of his like, uh, how have I phrased it? Like his, uh, like E equals MC square. Like his theory of the universe was like his right. relationship and his love for my mom. So if that makes does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, and so I think he sees me being happy and excited in a relationship in a way he hasn't seen, and I think he just wants to encourage that in whatever way. Mm-hmm. He's not really Russian, but he's definitely like brought it up like several times. Yeah. So he likes your partner, which is yes. Great. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's funny. Someone once told me this quote. Again, I'll probably butcher it, but I think it was the best thing a man can do for his kids is love his wife. Hmm. Which I really like. You know, I like it. I got just got caught up in the sort of like heteronormity of it. But I know, I, I know, right? But 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 I was only saying it because that's your situation. Completely, it's just a heteronormative situation. Completely, I could change it. Of to course, saying the best thing a partner can do for their kids yes. is love their partner. Yeah. Completely, which also also works. good. Yeah, yeah, Beautiful. also great. But that is. But it's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and I think in some ways I've been sort of trying to like replicate that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I feel comfort in replicating what I saw my dad do. Right. That's nice that you don't feel pressure and instead you feel comfort, you know? Yes. I feel like it's really hard. It's it's so funny. Like it sounds so dumb to be like, oh my God, poor me. My parents had such a great, <laughs> have such a great relationship, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, it is very pressuring. Like my parents are so fucking happy together and it's like so many years later Mm -hmm. and all of my friends' parents are divorced and I'm almost like like envious of their lack of pressure. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, who cares what happens? Right. Because like marriage can be shit. Yeah. And I'm like, marriage is amazing according to my parents. So I feel like I have to like emulate that. Your you primary know? source. Yeah. Your parents are your primary source. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's a, there's a gift in both of those. Mm-hmm. 
because I think sometimes I, I, I just think like some relationships have, they run a course. I just try to serve. I think about like serving the, you know, not the terms of the relationship, but like yeah, whatever the relationship is meant to be is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. If it's a, if it's three months, if it's a, if it's a year, if it's 20, you know, it like that, that's be that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I try to think like that. Yeah. Well, it's true. <laughs> I think every relationship teaches you something. Mm-hmm. So even if it's two years when it was supposed to be none, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Okay. We are going way over time. So we're oh, going to wow. um, do some poll questions wow. together. Okay, great. And then we'll ask you a quote. So Then you'll ask me a quote? Oh, yeah. Like a piece of advice or a quote. Yeah. So get, get ready for this. I for Is it normal to freak out after oral sex or intercourse about if the other person has STDs? That seems normal. No, because you should have right, talked you about it have before. Talked. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a test. <laughs> that was a test? And no one really got that. Wow. Um, okay, wait. Can I yeah, go back? Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, that's why I was. I had to try to speculate because I was like, wow, wait, you should ask. Totally. You said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why you're the pro. <laughs> I'll take it. Is there any point in having a sleepover before you're official and not having sex? Is there any point? Like, why should you have a sleepover with someone before you've had sex? Can you think of a reason? You and not have sex on that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just you didn't want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess. right. Like, I mean, you you were talking and it was late, and you're like, I guess I'll just stay. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm like so anti that. Why? So tell me why. Because I think a sleepover is very intimate. Yeah. And I think that until you're intimate, you shouldn't be intimate, you know? I like the feeling of intimacy before I have sex with someone. I disagree. I like this like high school, like really taking it slow, like getting to know each other, like not knowing what they look like in the morning yet. Mm -hmm. And like things and like the sound of their pee and like Mm -hmm. things that aren't like as, you know, like this like this kind of… I don't know if mystery is the word, but like this, I don't know, like excitement of Mm -hmm. like not being able to have that. You don't get it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Until you get it. Yeah. You don't get it until you get it. Yeah. I I like that. When should you start following each other on social media? (laughs) Well, I guess for you, this was different. This was different. But it's a real question that I… I feel, I, I don't know. Like, have you ever followed someone on Instagram before a first date? Just because they were private and you were like, what if they look different? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems fine. Have you met before in person? No. Mm. Gosh, it feels like after, but I don't know. This feels yeah. like etiquette. Like, this feels like a signing your dance card of the thir- 30s that I just don't know. Yeah. You know? It's tough. Do you think it's weird to become… Wait, what did you decide? What did you answer? Oh, well, I think like three to five dates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I admittedly requested my boyfriend on Instagram before, was it before our first date? No, I think maybe right after our first date. Because I was like, this guy seems great. Yeah. Like I have to make sure he is great. Yeah. 
by looking at his Instagram because I'm trash. You uh, know? Yeah. But yeah, because yeah, I but, also, yeah. But only because like, what if he was following like 7,000 people sure. and had like two followers and like weird pictures of like buttholes, you know, like I have no right. idea. Right. I also like some people have like, I have a friend who who's like, I have a Instagram boyfriend and that's just like a person that they talk to that they right. met through Instagram who like talks to them. And then sometimes they have phone calls. And then sometimes, sometimes those lead to like actually meeting and hanging out. But hmm. sometimes it doesn't. I Sounds listen. like a friend with a benefit situation. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a mostly emotional benefits. And they met on Instagram. Yeah. Hmm. I think there are a lot he of people. slid into her DMs. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, I think there are probably a lot of people who meet on Instagram. Yeah. It's a visual medium and then also you can message. Yeah. I actually met this guy once and he, instead of asking for my number, asked for my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so annoying. But I gave it to him yeah. and then we ended up going on a date yeah. from him DMing me. But we had met initially in person. So yeah. I was like, fine. Anyway, it turned out he had a girlfriend. But um, oh, weird. So maybe that's why yeah, he wanted exactly. Uh, Is it weird? But that's why, ladies, if you don't trust your boyfriend, you should see who they've recently followed, because they're being sketchy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Weird to be official with someone, and not Facebook friends. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know because Facebook isn't really used much anymore. Sure, you know, like after you. Went on like your first few dates with your girlfriend where you're like, oh, we have to make sure we're, <laughs> we're friends on Facebook. I can't, I can't have no. sex with her. Yeah, no. Gotta be friends on Facebook. Yeah. You know, no. like, no. No, but it's still, I mean, like, it would just feel like a weird thing that I didn't do. Right. Well, admittedly, I asked this because I wasn't Facebook friends with my boyfriend. <laughs> and we were official long? already. I think it was like, no, we must have been like a few days official. And I was like, holy shit. I don't. I'm not his Facebook friend. That's fine. But was what was funny was a few of my friends were. Right. Like they had requested him already. Of course. And I was like, oh, I, I just am not a big Facebook user. And he isn't either. So I didn't. I was literally not his friend. But we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. So weird. I just think it's one of those boxes you feel like you got to check. Yeah. Of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We're, right. Obviously. But like, do you have to be friends on LinkedIn? No. 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 That no could happen two years into your relationship. Yeah, definitely. Red flag if you're official and none of their friends follow you. Wow. Okay. In your public account, private account? Yeah, public. Okay. Or private. I guess I guess either. It seems like it, sh- it would be a red flag. Yeah. I could think of situations where it wouldn't be, but I would say People probably. Agree. People yeah. agree. Um, how common do you think it is for people to hook up with someone else on their bachelor or bachelorette trips? It's not so common I would or say, pretty common? I would say not so common. Yeah, let's hope it's not so common. <laughs> I think it, yeah, and I think depending, listen, I don't know the terms of people's relationships, yeah. but probably. But I'm not going to lie. I found a Reddit thread once, <laughs> which was everyone saying the shit they've seen on bachelor bachelorette, bachelorettes and it really fucked me up. Yeah. Like, but that's Reddit. Read that. Yeah. It's like what Reddit's for. What's your worst public transport or Uber or taxi or rideshare experience? Okay. Can I tell you just one that's haunted me? Yes. I was in Chicago and I was taking a, a cab. I don't know why, but I ended up taking a cab. Yeah. And 
I started talking to this guy and he was like, you're a comedian. You should go to LA. And I was like, I don't know. Chicago's really good. I just moved there. I was like, right. Chicago's good. It's like a great place to get better. And he just said, uh, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of good people die in Chicago. A lot of good ideas do too. And then, uh, we were at my apartment and I got out and I said, what's your name, sir? And then he wouldn't tell me and, and he oh. left. He was definitely a comedian no. at some point. I just no, no that's that, that kind of grizzled. So haunting. It was huh. a lot of good ideas. <laughs> Creepy. He definitely had an idea that that didn't take off. Yeah, right? and I think he just watched a lot of bitter. people. Yeah, and he was like, you, "What are you doing?" Well, I mean, you're in New York now, yeah. so he wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't wrong. You're in a serious relationship, but you think about your ex a lot. Red flag. How are you thinking about that? Just like. Every now and then, you can't help but make like a small comparison, perhaps. That seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's normal. I think it's very normal. Yeah. Your ex is asking you for nudes. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about your ex asking you for nudes. Um, and says other inappropriate things to you. Should you tell their current partner? Is there in a relationship? Okay. So... <laughs> Should you tell their current partner yeah. who you know? No, you don't know. You've never uh, met. No. That's that my my take is no. I would say yes. Wow. It's girl code. You would just if, if it's the other way around, you know? Man, I would just be like, you gotta deal. I just wouldn't want to get in the middle of it though. I would just be like, you should I would block that person. Yeah. If you knew them, I think it's unless like, you enjoyed you sending them gotta, the nudes. Hmm. Well. Some people are sick. That, no, some people, that's yeah. not sick, but some people, yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Lucas, this has been amazing. Oh, and now we need a, a quote or a piece of advice that you could leave us with. Wow. Just yeah. no pressure. <laughs> just like about dating or anything, anything, really. Can my quote be that people should look up a quote? <laughs> <laughs> like before this? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you should all look up, you should have quotes ready. But um, there is a quote. I should have brought it. But I wrote, I wrote, I wrote it down. And it's up. Yeah. It like is by my desk. And it's a What's quote. What's the gist? The gist is, um, can, I, can, I, can I send it to you? And you can like add it to something? <laughs> no. But no, I'll tell you the gist. I'll no, tell you the gist. But I want people you. to… I can look it up for you. The gist is that there are parts of our soul that no one else will ever get to know. Mm. And that is like one of the most beautiful things about being a person. How lonely it would be to have someone know the totality of yourself. That's just for you. And I, I think, I think it's a Virginia Woolf. Mm. But it's, it really, it, 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 yeah. it gives me a lot of reassurance of just like, oh yeah, that's right. Like I don't need somebody to know all of me. That's not possible. Unless you're very boring. Sure. But even even there. Right. Hmm. I don't think it's this one. It's definitely not this one. <laughs> one cannot think well, love well, sleep well if one has not dined well. That's a good one too. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, okay. That can be mine. Maybe it's this one and then. The soul or life within us by no means agrees with the life outside of us. If one has the courage to ask her what she thinks, she is always saying the very opposite of what other people say. Probably not. That's not it, but that's it, a good but one that's, too. That's also a good one. Okay, great. Cool. Well, Lucas, where can everyone find you and listen to you and watch you and come see you in a show possibly? You can find me on on Instagram 
You can find me on Twitter. Um, both those handles are Lucas M. O'Neill and uh, LucasO'Neill.com. I keep all my shows up there. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank, thank you so, you much. so this much. Wonderful. Yeah, this was awesome. And I uh, hope everyone has a great day. Please write us a review and let us know what you think of the episode. 